It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Let's go, back to your huddle. On Giants.com. Tempo, tempo, tempo. And the Giants mobile app. Go, 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 go. Part of the Giants podcast network. It's time for the Giants rapid reaction here on the Giants huddle as the Giants knock off the Las Vegas Raiders by the count of 23 to 16. You can always catch the Giants huddle on all your favorite podcast platforms, the Giants app, and at Giants.com. We are joined by Super Bowl champion wide receiver Amani Toomer. And Amani, I certainly think the Giants had a very balanced effort today. You know, Coach always talks about complementary football, and every one of the units did something that kind of, you know, made them uh, have a chance to win the game. Yeah, absolutely. When you look at this game, this is a game that the Giants didn't give away. They did everything right to make it hard for an opposing team uh, to come in and beat them. Only one turnover, winning the turnover battle. Those are the things that put you in the situation. No turnovers, three penalties. You know your do you your defense um, gets thirty three percent off the for third on third down gets them off the field gets the opposing offense off the field. There's a lot of good things that came from today. I'm just I, you know when you see it happen, you see them win. Just I'm just like a fan. I want more, right? Like I saw them win. I saw them do it right. But I want I want to see Daniel Jones like come out of his shell. I want to see him be a difference maker on this team. I know he can be, but I want to see it. And I want to see the quarterback throwing for 100 yards with 20 passes with only 15 completions. I want to see – I just want to see more. Not to say that he did a bad job today, but I just feel like there's more in him. And that's, 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 just, that's just what my, the fan of the being of this team just wants to see more. Okay, well, let's start with the offense. The Giants – score on the opening drive of a game for the first time this season. They take the ball and they go right down the field. Jones goes 4-4 for 50 yards. It's a 7-play, 75-yard drive, and Devontae Booker touched it four times for 31 yards as the Giants were balanced right from the beginning of the game. Absolutely, and the catch and the throw by Evan Ingram and Jones, to me, really kind of set the whole tone because sometimes if you don't score early enough in a football game, you know, the team kind of goes stale and the fans in the crowd don't get into the game. But what happened when you score right away, you get the fans involved and this, and then it's a game and the game's on and everybody's juices are flowing. And uh, it just really, I thought, opened up the entire football game. Now, you talk about Jones, and understandably, the Giants relied a lot on the run. They went up with a lot of jumbo package. Uh, Caden Smith got hurt, so when they went to three tight ends, they had to bring in Cunningham as an extra tackle. I mean, they played bully ball, if you will, today, which is something we really haven't seen a lot of here. Yeah, and you know, you look, you think traditionally of the Giants' offensive line, and you think of them as a patchwork group of guys. But they have the guys up there. They can move the ball. They can move the the Raiders' defensive line around and get a hundred, a hundred plus, hundred forty some yards uh, rushing today and control the time of possession. And, and it just those are the types of things that really make a team hard to beat, especially at home when they can control the clock, you know, control the time of possession control the, the, the tempo of the game and the manner in which it's played, and, and no, don't make mistakes. I mean, I keep saying the same over again, but they're not making mistakes that, that makes it easy for teams to come in and snap, snatch up the, the crumbs from a, a, and get a short field or get an easy field goal or momentum change. This was a, this was a solid, solid football game. Interesting thing in that when you talk about a win and you say the quarterback was not spectacular, although efficient, the wide receivers, not spectacular, 
But the running game between Devontae Booker, who had a career high in yardage of just about 100, and then you look at Elijah Penny after Booker gets dinged in the head. Penny comes in and rumbles off a couple of 10-plus yard runs to try to help them milk some clock at the end of the game. Oh, he had some really big runs, uh, breaking tackles, and it showed really the determination of somebody who wants to be out there playing. And I imagine that when with that kind of effort, you sh- you're probably going to see Penny get more opportunities to make plays, um, you know, especially in the crunch time because there's not a lot of players that coaches trust with the ball in their hands uh, in those types of situations. So I- I'm really happy for him. I'm happy for the team, and uh, I'm just like a greedy fan. I want more. I think the interesting part for me, Imani, is that the run game did what they did by doing it ugly. They didn't have a 50-yard run. Like, Barkley will break off this one big play, and it kind of inflates the numbers at the end of the game. That's not what happened here today. These were black and blue yards. And not only were they black and blue yards, there was the, the passing game was virtually gone. I mean, Galladay had a couple catches. Um, you know, Sterling's out, of course. You know, you, 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 you're, you're not with the, gr- the original group of guys. Of course, Evan Ingram had some, some contributions, but there was no receiver with seven catches. There was no receiver with 50 yards. There was no receiver, you know, stretching the field. This was all, you know, basically in a phone booth type football. And the Giants came out on top, which is a good sign to let everybody in the team, everybody respects the Raiders up front, both offensively and defensively. And to see the Giants push that, this, this defensive and offensive front around, it just let Everybody knows that the Giants, are, uh, they have something. And uh, in, in a physical group, which the Giants are traditionally known for, and it, I, it's, a, it's, a very, it's a big step forward, but, you know, I want more. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're greedy, Amani, and I understand that. Let's talk about the defense for a minute. And we have to start with Xavier McKinney, mm-hmm. the safety, who had two interceptions. We'll talk about the, the late one later on. But mm-hmm. first, let's talk about the one at the beginning of the third quarter, the pick six, yes. for 41 yards. Mm-hmm. And that prevented the Raiders from getting the double dip, yeah. scoring at the end of the second quarter mm-hmm. and then early in the third without the Giants touching the ball. I thought it was a huge, huge play. Absolutely, because I think the Giants – I think, did they go three and out? I can't remember what it was, but I, the Giants, it was kind of like a lull in the game. And that really injected and got everybody going again. And you could just see it in the body language of the team that that was not just a pick six. That wasn't just six, six points on the board. That was a turning point in this, this, this football game this week. Yeah, well, actually, if you look at it, Daniel Jones did not touch the ball from the middle of the second quarter mm-hmm. until approximately five and a half minutes left of the third quarter mm-hmm. because the interception returned by McKinney sandwiched two long Raiders drives mm-hmm. at the end of the half when mm-hmm. they got a field goal mm-hmm. and then early third. And by the way, to hold them to two field goals on those drives actually said something too because if they score seven on either one of those drives, it could be a different game at the end. Yeah, I remember playing those old Patriots teams and you could move the ball all you wanted between the 20. But once you got inside the 20, the defense just became a lot more sticky. And that's kind of what I see when I look at this team, kind of the old Patriots way on how, you know, yeah, you can move the ball and you get confidence. And, I mean, we even got out, the Giants even got out, uh, lost the yardage battle, you know, 400 for the Raiders. I think the Giants had around 100 and maybe 150-something yards. So, you know, maybe 100, almost under 200 yards. Right. 
So, you know, you're seeing the de de development of this team. You're seeing how they're going to be in the future. I just would love to see some more explosive plays on offense, being a, uh, a wide receiver myself, um, just to make it more, uh, I don't know, more exciting for me to watch. But, you know, I never get upset with W's. So McKinney gets his second interception of the game with about five and a half minutes to go. Uh, that gives the Giants a short field because he's at midfield, mm -hmm. and they tack on the field goal to give them the seven-point lead, which was absolutely huge. Yeah, th that was one of the p parts of the game where I was thinking, if they don't score here, um, you know, settling for the field goal might come back and, and, and bite them because the fact that you know they had an opportunity to make it a two-score game, you know, and put it out of reach with even a touchdown and an extra two-point conversion. But they kind of let this team lie around, and I think the next level for this team not only is to have more explosive plays, but to stomp teams out and to really, you know, see an opportunity that they had there in, uh, there in, the, in the third quarter when they um, – to, to, to win the third quarter to not only get a field goal to go up I think they were up one, and they went up four. Right. In that situation, you go up eight, right? You get that touchdown, an extra point, you go up eight. And then you really start to put pressure on the Raiders, and they start to become more one-dimensional than they were eventually. And we ended up getting another opportunity and kicking a field goal late in the next drive. But instead of being up, you know, double digits, you're only up seven, which is still a one-possession game. Now, Carr's a terrific quarterback. He's had a great year, only thrown a handful of interceptions. But when you give up a pick six like that on offense, what does that do to the rest of the offensive unit? I don't – I think it – you know, I think most of the players believe in Carr because of the season that he's having. It's going to happen. Like, you're going to have quarterbacks that throw interceptions. I remember talking to Phil Simms a while ago about quarterback, and he's like, you know, if you throw – too many interceptions, you're going to be out, out of the league. But if you throw too too little of these, too few interceptions, that means you're really not trying hard enough to get the ball into small windows. Right. Because there's going to be a, it's going to be small windows. So I, I never really get too concerned over um, you know interceptions that are 50-50 balls. The interceptions that you really get bad is the one that you really that really bother me are the ones where the guy's throwing into the wrong coverage, throwing behind a receiver, throwing in an area where he shouldn't be just getting fooled by the defensive coordinator. Those are the ones that just can't happen. Now, the Giants have had at least one takeaway in each game so far this season. And, you know, they say that turnovers come in bunches, and a lot of times they're lucky. But it does seem like they are in the right place at the right time, a little too much for that to be a coincidence. And the, the, when, I see, when I see a stat like that, it's, and they only have three wins, it just seems like the offense needs to – Take advantage of these short. Well, the fields. defense has to score on the pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to score. You can't get tackled there. I think the offense really needs to take advantage of these short fields and these opportunities that they get. They get extra possession, extra possession every game. That should translate over into points and ultimately translate over into Ws. Now, I remember when you came to the Giants, you played some special teams. Absolutely. So you have to give some credit to special teams today. Raiders have a very good special teams unit, and the Giants really didn't let them tilt the field. Absolutely. And, you know, the Giants had some really good punts where they switched the, 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 the field position. Um, and, you know, I, I like their, their coverage, their kick coverage. There was a couple, I think the one right out of, out of the halftime I was a little concerned about because it was like a 32-yard return right out of the gate and giving the, the, the Raiders a short field, getting the ball off, starting the quarter off at the, starting the half off, excuse me, at, 
I think it was like the 35. Yeah, the 32, and then McKinney's pick six ended <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's still an opportunity. You're given, you're given your, your, the shorter the field, the more percentages, the percentage of scoring for the offense, the opposing offense goes up. All right, we got to go back to defense because if we ignored Quincy Roche's forced fumble sack yes. at the end of the game, yes. recovered by Leonard Williams, who, yes. by the way, is also playing much better the last few weeks. Absolutely. Uh, Roche comes out of nowhere. They claim him off waivers from the Steelers uh, at the final cut. And all of a sudden, these last few weeks, he's starting to make plays. Yeah, I mean, cream rise to the top. You know, if there's a good player out there and you get an opportunity to play, and this guy's obviously taking advantage of his opportunities, and that's what you like to see. You want to see a player come in and move people around and see how the rest of the uh, the room is going to act. And so, you know, you get a guy out there being productive, and you know, there's only so many spots on a team, mm-hmm. you know, and there, you know, the more productive you are, the, the longer you tend to stay around. The defense was dominant against Carolina, albeit not the greatest offense in the NFL. Played very well against Kansas City, even though they came up short. I was right? so surprised that Monday night. Game. And now today, against an explosive Raiders team, mm-hmm. another really good game. So I think it's safe to say that's three in a row where the defense has really put something on tape. They really have. And, you know, three in a row does not a season make, but it definitely sets a trend. And when you look at the trend of how well this defense is playing, giving this offense life in terms of putting points on the board today and giving them short fields uh, with all the, uh, the turnovers that they come up with every week. It's just there's a lot of good that's happening in, on this, in, this, in this team. And the fact that, um, you know, they've only won three games is not where it, it – it, don't let the three, three wins – cloud your vision of what this team is becoming but it is taking it's going to take a while but they you know it's looking a lot more competitive than even you know last year and years before in years past so uh, if they got to keep building got to keep getting better but I think they're headed in the right direction okay give me your top two priorities for this team as they go into the bye week before they come back from the break what are the two things you'd really like to see them do better I'd like to see them bit more big plays because, you know, I remember one year we led the league in 10-play drives, but we didn't lead the league in scoring because it's too hard to have a 10-play drive and score. Something's going to go wrong in those 10 plays. you got to have a lot of one-play drives, a lot of five-play, not one-play, you know, you got a lot of six-play drives, five-play drives. you got to chunk the ball down the field. And I did see uh, Galladay. I would like to see him get more opportunities. I'd like to see him a little bit, do a bit a little better off the line of scrimmage. Uh, he seemed like he got jammed up a little a couple times. Uh, but he did make some some some. He, can, he did contribute, but there are some times in the game where like you get a guy forty million dollars. This is this is what they brought him in for, and I didn't see the play. I didn't see that today. But uh, he's had some time off he's for injuries. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not condemning him. I'm just saying what I would like to see. Right. I would like to see Galladay. I'm. I'm I like to see Evan. Uh, Ingram keep on progressing. I think that was a, the first touchdown was a big play for him, and um, I, I think the offense needs to open up a little bit more. Um, it's weird because you want the offense to open up, but you don't want to lose what you already have, right? We already have an offense that that can win games, but now I want I want more, right? So it's just it's like I'm, I'm a fan. I just I just know what it should look like, and I know what it's kind of looking like now, but I want it to look. I want it to look right. 
I get you. <laughs> Final question. They get a couple weeks off now before they come back and play Tampa Bay mm-hmm. uh, on prime time Absolutely. down in Buccaneerville mm-hmm. in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, the emotional and mental edge that they gained from going into the bye off of this very hard-fought victory is that really worth something going into that game, or is it long forgotten about by the time they take the field in Tampa? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's long forgotten. I think they'll probably enjoy this game, look at the film, and be like, ah, we won, but this wasn't impressive. It wasn't an impressive win in terms of, like, it, it was impressive for us as the fan because they put a lot of stuff together, but in terms of, you know, the defense could say, yeah, we really did some great stuff. But the offense has to be like, man, oof, it was good. I'm glad we won, but, man, we got to do better than You this. want them to be greedy. <laughs> yeah, they got to be you, If you're satisfied as an NFL player, you're done. You're done. You're never satisfied. You always want more passes. You always want more yards. You always want more you know, opportunities. And if you're not that way, you're not in the league. So I think these guys should get a little greedy and try to make it look a little bit better. And, I mean – I'd be embar- I mean, honestly, if I'm Daniel Jones and I have 110 yards passing, I mean, look, he had to do what he had to do, but it's still 110 yards passing. I mean, let's call it what it is. I- I'm not saying he had a bad game because he didn't, but it's 110 yards passing. You want highlights on SportsCenter. That's what you want. It's 110 yards passing. That is Imani Tumor with a rapid reaction after the Giants knock off the Las Vegas Raiders 23-16 to at MetLife Stadium. You can catch this program and all of your Giants podcasts on your favorite podcast platforms, Giants.com, the Giants mobile app. For Imani Tumor, I'm Paul Dottino. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>